This is a presentation of Northeast Streaming Sports. My favorite wenches, DC wench Peggy, and Kevlar prom dress Heidi. In fact, let me let me let me do this because I don't want any of your faces, you know, obstructed by the fact that we are watching on Roku TV. <laughs> you know, that's just that's just it, that's just passe, and that's wrong on all levels. <laughs> and so, welcome to the show, ladies. How have you been doing? I, I've missed having you on for sure. Oh, Captain, we're doing great. The season is over, but I'm excited. Heidi. Doing well here, too. You and know we, we wanted to... Go ahead. Yeah, I'll say we do have a lady in here as well. Veronica Yim, who is a 49ers super fan, is in here. So we definitely have the ladies packing out tonight. I know Veronica is very happy about her Niners, and she can... She can pop in and talk about that when when the ladies say, come on in, Veronica. But again, um, uh, uh, for all those out there, you got to get past the bouncer to talk to the ladies because the ladies run the show. I'm just here to make sure that nobody uh, interferes with them. So there you go. Well, welcome, Veronica, and congratulations for your team getting as fast as far as it has. And um I, I guess good luck. 
But and and I'm actually happy for the 49ers because they tell a story that I've been telling for years about the importance of a good defense. And doesn't matter if you got a quarterback that can't see the field, never has, and he he just doesn't make the plays you wanted to play. He made the plays he had to make, but your defense held the game close enough for you to win. That's what kind of defense that I'm hoping for here in Vegas. Yeah, and, and it, I, I can agree. I can agree with that. Defense yep. still wins championships. And and we got Robert Bigler, who's representing the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, congratulations to them. <coughs> Sorry, um, <laughs> he has something caught in his throat. <laughs> I'm happy for Robert because Robert is a uh, is a stalwart, good friend of mine. So I'm happy for him. Can't stand the team, but I'm happy for him. Okay. So there you go. Um, and we got Valerie's in here as well. So we got the we got two V gals in here already. I love that. I yeah. Love that. I apologize. I'm, I'm making sure that we, we we get all the people. Yeah, we got some dudes in here too. But well, this, since, we're, yeah. since we're talking about it, let's start off with one of our topics tonight, which is uh, your predictions for the title games, NFC and AFC title games. Who you got? Captain? No, I want to go last. Uh, I, I, no, I, he wants to go last. Okay, Heidi, you're in. I, I don't even know who's who's in. Uh, honestly, uh, the Raiders lost to the Bengals, and I shut and the TV off, and I have not watched any football since then. We you got the Rams you and the 49ers. I, I and... do. I know I missed a hell of a lot, uh, a lot of good football, but I, I was just, I was yeah. just crushed. I'm I just you. didn't bring myself yeah. to it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's hard, and I barely watched. I was doing, like, three things while every one of those games was on because it's just not a priority. But um, we got the Rams and the 49ers on one side of the ball, and on the AFC side, Bengals versus the Chiefs. Okay, um, Captain, you're on. No, no, she didn't give a pick yet. She I, said she wasn't watching. That doesn't matter. I, I am not. I'm not going to give know. a pick. I'm going to give who who I'll be rooting for. I'll be rooting for the Rams. I'll be rooting for the Rams, and I'll be rooting for the Buggles. Okay, the Rams right. made my year because they they kept the fake Pirates out of the Super Bowl. <laughs> and I want to see Matt Stafford do well. I would. Yes, I, I would love to see him just get out of Detroit and just excel and and just show hey. He is a good quarterback. He just needed to get out of hell. Mm -hmm. That's that's one of the things that great things that happen. And, and this is what happens also when you get a quarterback of Matt Stafford's stature, how that can just change the prospects of the team. The other things that the Rams do is they know how to get the right free agents at the right times. Got rid of Jackson, bought in Beckham. Then they picked up Von Miller. It's like they always know how to polish the apple and, and, and position themselves to win now. I've always had the Rams from the very beginning. And like I said, Stafford's one of my favorite. So I've also got them beating the 49ers. Sorry, Veronica, but I, I, I just, just don't feel that the 49ers have the level of coaching 
and the, and the quarterback position is no match. Okay, I will I will I will take one of the points that Veronica has stated, which, which is a very important point. The Rams have not beaten the Niners in three years. They are they so, are zero for six the last three years. That then they're due. That's telltale. And, and uh, it's the playoffs, not the regular season. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The past four years, so it'd be uh, uh that's eight. So that actually, so zero oh and eight. I I had it wrong. Zero oh and eight. They've well, swept them the last four years, and I know it's hard. I know it's hard to beat a team three times in a row. Ergo, you go back to last season where the fake Pirates got, that got trounced by the Saints twice in the regular season. Beat them, beat, beat them, <laughs> yeah, beat them when they, yeah, beat them when they had to do it. Um, I, I will say that I think the best game this weekend will be the NFC Championship game because of that history together that it, it is a divisional game. It is a hatred game. It is a game where the Rams need to put up or shut up. And, and I think, though, that the, that the Niners defensively just rack up so much better against the Rams offensive line. We put the defensive lines and the linebackers for the, the Niners against them. It, 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 it's why that they have been beating them the last four years. Okay. Now, granted this year, they have Stafford back there instead of Goff, who's definitely more of a statue. Stafford's not that much more mobile, but you know, he is a little he, bit. He more doesn't stack. Goff doesn't see the field. It's simple as that. He just doesn't see enough of the field and he never did. And uh, that's why I think, uh, but you, so you got the 49ers cap. <laughs> you go, you go ride with Veronica. <laughs> I I I can't I can't see the Niners beating them three times in a row in one year. I'm I'm sorry, Ron. Again, I think it's going to be a good game, but I think that the Rams will finally win when when it counts. But Veronica also said made mention as well is that the Niner fans come down and pack Los Angeles like the Raider fans pack the Gargler game. So there's yeah. going to be a lot of uh, uh, was it uh, gold and and what's the what's the re- the the typical number uh, what's the red color that I'm it's not red there's there's a name for the niner red it's it's a uh, like crimson is Cardin- cardinal red <laughs> no it's definitely not cardinal, no, not cardinal red. Red. and that bright red that stands out it's that yeah. dull red almost looks purple to me. Yeah, okay. That was because it's Garnett. No, Garnett is Florida State red. So it's not Garnett. Because Garnett, I know Garnett and gold. Trust me. It's not uh-huh. Garnett and gold. Uh, I, I don't care play. enough about Santa Clara to keep up with their colors. Really, well, I don't. You know, it's just not on a Raider fan's agenda. Never was. Uh, we're humoring you. I'm just going to tell you that. But now let's move over to the AFC. Okay. Bengals and Kansas City. And I'm gonna tell you straight, even though I hate to say it, yeah, Kansas City is better coached, more polished, more experienced. The Bengals are the new guys on the block, and as good as Burrow and Chase and T. Higgins and them two tight ends, Uzoma and Boyd are, and Mixon, of course, I, I still can't. 
I can't see them winning, beating an experienced Kansas City team. Yeah, I don't. Um, I I don't see the Bengals winning at all. Uh, I will be rooting for them, uh, but to the task of beating the Chiefs, especially at this point in the playoffs, with the experience they have, um, yeah, I, I just don't see the Bengals being able to pull it off. Okay, I'll give it a good try too. And Captain, what do you? What's on your mind about that game? I know who I want to win. And, and it's hard for me to say that I want the team that, through the help of the officials, beat the Raiders when the Raiders should have been playing last week in Tennessee. And I actually would have, <laughs> I would have been at that game. It was a, definitely a lot nicer in Tennessee to go to a cold game than, than it was up in uh, uh, basically uh, uh, northern Kentucky. Yeah. Where Cincinnati is, it's just a stone throw across the river. Kissing cousins. <laughs> yeah, definitely kissing cousins. Get me um, them cousins. Start with them cousins. Go ahead. Yeah, the other, the other <laughs> that, and I would have went because there's there's stuff to do in Nashville on Friday and Saturday night. I think in Cincinnati they roll the streets up at nine. Okay, and 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 by the way, the best steak. In, in the in the Cincinnati area is again over in Kentucky and it was a, a great steakhouse that my friend brought Co- me. Covington. That's yeah. where you go. Covington. They, I, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um I believe that even though the, the Bengals have the juju going for them, that the juju and sprinkled pixie dust is gonna run out this weekend. And it's going to be Kansas City winning and going to their third straight Super Bowl, right. and that just that makes me ill. That just makes it, me. Ill. It it does, but don't you think they would do for a dynasty, seeing that it took them fifty years to win their second Super Bowl trophy? Fifty years okay. is a long time to get shut out of the big game, and everybody has their day. Our our friends up in New England or whatever you want to call them. I mean, they were shut out for 40 years. So was Pittsburgh. It's their day. It's their day in the sun. And I don't give, no, I don't give Mahomes any credit, although he is a show. He is exciting to watch. But I give those, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, all the due respect in the world. I mean, those guys consistently, week after week, find a way to be open when the game is on the line. You can't, I mean, you can't, you can't get better clutch players. You just can't. I got you. And we got Hefe, Hefe KC, obviously, who is a Kansas City fan, along with Robert Bigler. Um, Robert, which trash can do you got for me? Is it a Kansas City trash can? I'll take a Kansas City trash can and put it in my room and use it. We need one that the dog can't get into. Yeah, something with a, a, a lid on it that doesn't come off. <laughs> yeah, because the toddler, he, he pushes the the can over and the dog, you know, rips the, the lid off. We need one that the dog can't rip the lid off of. And if it says KC on it, then, well, you know, we'll just put a Raider sticker over it and use that. No, we'll no, no. That. No, I think it, it stays pristine because here's what i always wanted i always wanted a kansas city front doormat yeah 
or a Raider house. That's because right. They, they can wipe their feet on it, you know, rain, snow, mud, dog do, and, you know, just wipe it off the bottom of your feet. I mean, I, I can see that. And then Richie Richie. That's a good idea, Richie. I think so. It really, really is. Well, we were we, we're we're talking about that, but we're let's go on to the Super Bowl. Can, let's say Kansas City and the Rams make it. Okay, what this are you looking at there? This makes me happier. I think the Rams win, no problem. Mm-hmm. Because if the Rams can get past Niners, because the Niners are their kryptonite, right? If they get past the Niners. That defense of the Rams is the best defense that Kansas City has run up against probably all year. Probably. So, so I will take a Rams whipping the uh, the, the the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and that, I mean, granted, that's hope, but that that's also what I see analytically. What I see. I mean, there's things that you have to do to to Patrick Mahomes that I see a lot of defenses not doing. For one thing, you cannot blitz or rush him. Your bread and butter with the Kansas City Chiefs is coverage. If you have to drop six, seven guys back in coverage all day long and position them in schemes that will impede Kelsey's pursuit run across the middle because he's always trying to get into the middle and if you can keep two guys to keep up with hill no matter where he goes you see they make their bread and butter off of mahomes scrambling 10 seconds 11 seconds 12 seconds hill or kelsey comes free you cannot let them come free and that's the teams that did that beat the Chiefs, especially earlier this year. But once again, they think Blitz and Mahomes is the key. No, it's not going to work. He's just going to buy time for his guys to get open. And they've got a few other second and third check down receivers that aren't bad, but Mahomes isn't looking for them. You know who he's looking for. Every time he rolls out, he's looking for two guys. Yeah, Kelsey. Kelsey and the guy that should be in prison. Oh, did I say that out loud? (laughs) <laughs> well, yes, you're dead, and you're right. Yeah, and, and actually, there's a set of them. Rams. The Rams have just got to cover those two guys, no matter how long Mahomes keeps the ball, and hopefully it won't be long because between Donald and Miller and those other guys, they can get them. They can get them pinned. Well, sacked. I think that the Chiefs are going to be unstoppable, especially since they've signed Damon Arnett. I mean. <laughs> She's got jokes. She's got jokes, people. Hey, tip your bartenders and waitresses. She's here all evening. That's right. I I don't think anyone can get past them. Damon Arnett is the key. Yeah, because Damon Arnett can can tote his guns with Frank Clark, who's who's up on two gun charges and should be in prison as well. That was my that was the second portion. They got two guys that should be in prison, one in offense, one on defense. And now Damon Arnett, who likes to tow guns, can hang out with Frank Clark, who has two <laughs> and should be in prison. 
And where did but, where did Arnett get those guns? Those were like freaking Tommy guns or something. They they, they were look scary. Fake to me, they look fake to me, but I don't know guns like that. All I know is Arnett is what I call a spectator corner. When someone catches the ball in front of them, he watches and says, "Oh my God, somebody just caught a ball on me." Then. If the guy is not down and continues to run, he's like, oh my God, I forgot to touch him. Next thing you know, touchdown. Arnett is one of those guys that cannot believe he got beat. I mean, he absolutely, if you see some of the film of him standing there after the catch, just frozen, he's an oh my God guy. And I, I you know, I didn't think the Raiders would have kept him anyway. No matter yeah. whether we, I don't think we would have kept him. Yeah, he was gone. Uh, he was the, gone. One of the Ohio State duo <laughs> with Jeff. Uh, I mean, I'm 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 having another operation, Okuda, and I, I I thought they were the best corners in the draft in what 2020. What it was? Yeah. We we should never draft an Ohio State quarterback. Or. An Alabama receiver. Ever oh, again. ever again. Lesson learned. Lesson <laughs> learned. I got you. I got you. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a slight pass on Rugs because Rugs was learning the position. He was learning. He really how, was. He was learning how to elevate. He was gonna be a star, and he made a stupid decision that cost somebody their life, and that that's unfortunate. Really yeah, is. but the, unfortunately, the Raiders are back in the same position we were before and after AB is looking for that field stretching speed demon receiver take the top off of our, off of their defense. And I, you know, us being back in the same position, which I'd love to transition back to that. But before we get that, this is another another another. Uh, Pass, passing the cup around, I would love to hear you all's grades on the Raiders' season. First, offense, defense, special teams, and coaching. Give me four grades. Think about it long and hard, but I would love to hear your assessment of the season. It overall. is so hard to do that, doing it overall, because – there were so many different versions of the team. And they really were. They were so you, many you, different versions. You got versions. that right, Heidi. I mean, but if you were to be a teacher, as I was 15 years doing the grade, I mean, you'd have to think overall, I, how did I, they do? I would give the offense a C. Okay. Enough to pass. Nothing spectacular. Uh, can't be that inefficient in the red zone and, and get anything higher than that. Right. Defense. Uh, I'm paying attention. I'm just killing a bot. I'm sorry. Why, why <laughs> you doing that? Go ahead. Defense. Um, I, I, I would also give them a C. Um, definitely an improvement from last year. But... Uh, Ended up giving it up too many times. They just uh, 25th in points allowed, yeah. 32nd in red zone points allowed. Yeah, let's call it a C minus. 
Okay. Uh, special teams, I'll, 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 I'll give special teams a B minus. Okay. <laughs> and uh, overall coaching. It's hard. Um. God, if you're looking at Greg Olson, D. Uh, looking break at, it up. You can break them up if you want to. Yeah, right, like by the way, thank you, John. Way, by the way, if you don't put it in the in the in the, uh, the the chat, I want everybody after the video. I want everybody after the video to make a comment on the video what your grades were for the season. What your grades were. For the season, that that is your homework assignment. All the folks that are watching this video, I say that the Raiders' offense was X, the Raiders' defense was X, the Raiders' special teams was X, and overall, I give them a whatever. Make sure you put. Thank the you. We'd love uh, to hear from you. Go ahead, Heidi. Yeah, I can't. I can't give uh, special teams any higher grade than a B. Um, just like too, many, <laughs> too, too many, too um, many, too many faux pas. Uh, uh, overall, pretty solid, but they weren't, they weren't special. They weren't special special teams. Um, special, yeah. Greg Olson, I, uh, God, did, did I say D? Yeah, I think I might have meant F. I think I might have meant F. I think. I think. I think Greg Olson gets a solid Zulu Z. <laughs> he gets the last letter in yeah. the alphabet. And Kev, go ahead. Start with the offense now. Give me, give me, give me your true assessment. Take it in all of what you saw. Wow. Seventeen games. 17 eighteen games. games. Eighteen games. What did you I'd, say? Have, I'd have to give the offense no higher than a B minus because there were games that they that they played de decently but they could not score enough points to win. Figure that it, 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 if the offense would have scored 20 points or above for most of the season, <sighs> it would have won. Got to be a B-minus at best. At best, a B-minus. Okay. A, a defense, I would give them... I wanted you to grade my calculus papers, dude. If you gave them uh -huh. a B-minus. If you're That's giving right, them a B minus, I want you to grade my calculus. Well, I, I love that. that curve. We love the curve of that grade. Go ahead. I'm a guy. I love curves. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. Okay? <laughs> like I the little curves. bell shaped curves. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead. Defense, I'd give them. Wow. Again, hard, hard to get. Uh, I, I, I give them a B minus as well because they, they, at times they play. You know, at the beginning of the season they played a good enough, and then they kind of like wet off in mid season. The last four, you know, if I could grade them by the quarter, I would give them an A the last quarter of the year, and then in the playoffs they kind of, you know, then then they would get down to like that B minus again. Um, so Which I would averages out to a B minus. Okay. Okay. Uh, special teams. Special teams. Um, I'd give Cole and and Carlson and the snapper an A plus. Yeah. Okay. I'll do. Yeah. Uh, well, unfortunately, there's there's eight other eight nine. I, was it eleven ten? Nine, eight other guys with them. Okay. 
And when you when you do kick coverage, punt coverage, when you do the entire crew, I I I I'd give I'd give him a B because of because of the A pluses that the three main guys get install everybody else to a B. I'll, I'll be they, 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 the curve of those three performers, which should they well obviously. I think that the kicker and the punter should have been Pro Bowl All Pros, and at least the punter mm-hmm. was. I think that Carlson deserved it, so I'm going to give them a B overall. But that tells you how bad the coverage was by it yeah. only elevating them to a B, right? Uh-huh. Be- because Trent Sieg, Daniel Carlson, and AJ Cole were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I would say overall, even, even though I don't kill me, folks, even you guys though, are hedging, man. I thought I was going to get some decisiveness here. No, 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 Come no. On. Even though we made the playoffs and that was fantastic. But, but again, it was basically because of that surge at the end. But if you're going 17 games, that's right. 18. Out of 18 games, I'd give him a C plus. And I know that that, that's that's over because you're talking basically the whole season. B minus, B. But when you put everything together, I know it doesn't it doesn't kind of make sense because it's like, well, how can it be? Because I'm being hard on this team because this team, in my estimation, could have been. I know it woulda, coulda, shoulda. Could have been the AFC West champs. They got embarrassed by Kansas City twice. But if you look at all the games that they could have win and should have won, Washington, the Bears, the Giants, you win those games and you are talking that you are a a possible AFC West champion, you know, to pay by what goes on. But you definitely would have been a, a, a more of a juggernaut it is a solid C plus. That and that's is that coaching? They've got the coaching yet? Come on, man, Cap. Oh, 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 coaching? Wow. Yeah, and I'm waiting for that grade. That's the last one. Last one. Yeah. D plus. D plus. Delta right. plus. Delta and plus. That's being, that's being kind. D plus. Yeah, see, I, I've had time to think about it, asking the question. And for me, the offense was at best a B minus. I could have given them a C, but I thought those six overtime wins, cleaning up after the defense, okay? That's what overtime is. You're cleaning up after a defense that lost a fourth quarter lead. Now, you can't chop that any way you want to. Talking about the offense made the deep defense do things. No. If he had held the fourth quarter lead, like the Buffalo Bills yesterday on Sunday, then we wouldn't be talking about overtime now, would we? No. Okay? You see, that's what I'm talking about. So I give my offense a B minus. I give my defense a C. There were some games where they held it down for, and kept the game close. For the offense, but too many fourth quarter leads were lost this year. I give them a C. Special teams, I'm sorry, they get a solid A. Even, even taking into account 
that 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 Dallas Cowboy game where they gave up. And you're talking about me being nice. Uh, <laughs> you're a teacher's pet with a. If I had an apple right now, I I'm sorry. They pulled our fat out of the fire, and if it happens to be that they call kickers punters and snappers special teams is that my fault no and finally coaching which is an f i'm just well, gonna put that f right on it that di- i i can't find one single game of the 18 that game preparation game planning play design and play calling player development over the 18 games in other words were they better game 16 than they were game one i can't find any measure where this coaching staff this year excelled or even did an average job they get an f from me and look at it look at all of our grades out there oh they're the oh and they split up again after the video all get s after the video Please, in the comments section after the video, don't forget because we are interactive here and we want people to know what we were talking about, okay? Because if you just do it in the chat, that people, they won't say, well, what were they talking about? We want to be interactive. We want to inspire people to come on over and see us more. And you get that when you are interactive with folks that are commenting on the video. So please, after the video, every time you pop out, do it via the comment section. Captain, ladies, and you say, oh, by the way, Peggy was right on about this, or that Heidi was right on about this, or Captain yep. was screwed up about this. I, I, I'll take it. But do I, the comments. But, in, after I, the video. I, can think, I can think of a couple games where the coaches did okay. And that is where they took a game plan and (laughs) developed it and applied it to the players properly. And they are. Maybe one or two. Get this. We probably agree, Heidi. Which games were they? The ones after Gruden left the team. That's right. Because they used Gruden's game plan, but were able to apply it using their coaching ability. And, and 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 that was the Eagles and, and the Broncos. Denver game and the Broncos. In Denver, and then the Eagles game. With, they still spotted the Eagles, what, seven? And then they well, came back with like a whirlwind, and then they, they didn't let them score for a while. And well, the game was, the score was closer than the game actually was. And, of but course, Gruden, that was the last game we saw Ngakwe make a difference at all. But go ahead. Gruden always game plan two games in advance. And so those were the last two that he did. And um, I I can say that everything kind of came together on those. And those were good. And then after rugs and the tragedy with Gina Kintor, um, everything collapsed. The wheels absolutely collapsed. Yeah. And, 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 and again, it was a, it's a tough assignment. Mm -hmm. For a guy who started the season as a special teams coach, suddenly to find himself thrust into the driver's seat. I get that. But overall, I would not, I just cannot see how this was a coaching staff that got the most out of the players they coach. So we're going to transition. Oh, and I'm a teacher. So 
there's more homework. We're oh, going to no. go right into your Raider MVP this season. I know. And, I know mine. I know and mine. mine right away uh, is Carlson. Most valuable player. If not for his foot, we don't win six games. We don't go to the playoffs. We go nowhere. We don't catch up in overtime. We don't win the game in regulation in the last seconds of the game. <laughs> and that's my vote. Captain, who's your uh, Other than I, Carlson is an obvious choice as well, but, but and I'm going to put it down to the gentleman that made the most out of this season – Almost historic, and that's Hunter Renfro is my yeah. MVP. It, it was tough. It, it was a tough call for me too. Hunter was one of the few Raider players whose game just exploded this year. I mean, he one just catch away, one catch away from tying Timmy Brown for 104, and I was just so I, I wanted him to do it. I wanted him to do that. I wanted him right on that level with Timmy Brown, 104 for the year, and then unfortunately didn't make it. And one thing I'd like to see Hunter do next year to improve even more, of course, he'll need good coaching for this, is I want to see more rat run after the catch, okay? There's a lot of catch, but there's also a lot of stumbling. And I think it's because he cut, he does these amazing cuts and twirls and whatever he does to catch to get free, and then he doesn't have the balance to right himself and keep running down the field. I saw a few catch and runs, but I'd like to see a lot, lot more from Renfro. Heidi, your MVP? I think uh, I'm going to choose the one simply because it has to be him. Although there there are a couple that are very worthy. And um, mm -hmm. two that I would say would be uh, Carlson and Cole just right. they, they are very worthy but it has to be Derek Carr yes just because he's the leader and he somehow mm -hmm. got the team through that cluster of a, a horrible incident after horrible incident mm -hmm. and took a special teams coach a guy who's been coaching for almost 40 years and has never been head coach before and mm -hmm. somehow took him as head coach and the mishmash <laughs> of the players that he had and, and, and dragged the team over the finish line kicking into the kicking and screaming into the playoffs. It just has to be him. And then okay. I, 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 I like that pick, and we had some of our commenters pick Carr as well. And, I mean, you just can't overlook him hanging in there despite all the chaos and confusion that's constantly going on around him. Championship quarterbacks don't have these kind of distractions, but here at the Raiders, Carr has. And that transitions us in. We're we talking about coaching. One second, one second. Folks, I, I know somebody was trying to call into the show. You don't call into the show until um, until the late. If you want to talk to the ladies, and that is after 
all of the spiels, all of the, because we got a, a large show tonight. We got a lot to discuss. We got a lot to discuss. When the ladies are done, they will they will say, hey, we are now ready. And then you let them know. I just wanted, because they were trying to call on, 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 on the phone. I wanted to let that know. That's fine. And as long as the callers are dealing with our topics, I mean, we're, we're going to throw a lot of stuff out here at you. And, yes. and I mean, I'd like to hear your take on some of our topics tonight. And that's why we were transitioning into Basaccia, Olson, and Bradley. Why haven't they left the building? Well, Olson has. Anybody know? Olson has nope, left. Nope. I have not seen any confirmation on the internet that Olson has been terminated. His contract has been terminated. Nothing. Have uh, you? I, it, uh, Jack Kenna, I see it. We will get to that. That's one of the things that we are going to talk about with the lady. So uh, I'm not ignoring you, shipmate. I just want to make sure that you knew. No, I, I have that. The red, We're getting the, there, the Jack. Tweet, the, the tweet is that the Raiders have informed Greg Olson that he is no longer the- They uh, took the, that tweet down. It, it's no longer available. I haven't heard word one about Passaccia, Bradley, and Olson. They took it down because it, it. I saw the earlier tweet earlier uh, last week, but then it took it got taken down. I see nothing on the internet about Olson being gone. I'm sorry, I, I can't think, find it. I think the reason for that is they are biding their time in laying the foundation for the team and that they want that uh, president of football operation and or GM mm -hmm. to be hired and then make the decision about the head coach who brings in uh, okay. the, the, you know, the coaching staff. I think that they're, they're just taking their time because they want, I'm praying they're taking their time to lay the foundation. They haven't done this thing right in years. I mean, decades. They have not. The, what Captain always talks about, the chain of command. They have never done it right. They get I, I don't think. Then, I don't yeah. think they've even made their decision on car. And I think and that, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. The head I, coach and the GM should. And I, I think uh, part of it is going to be if Carr likes the decisions that they make for, for the coach. Carr wants the, the um, coaching staff that's there to stay. And if yeah, if he doesn't, not. if they Does don't stay, he, he might not be very amenable to, to signing an extension. Olsen cannot stay. I mean, I... I could get along with Bradley staying, even though, you know, <laughs> and, and, and Versace, yes, it doesn't really matter to me, but that offensive coordinator position, we need a creative genius. We need somebody who knows play design at several levels. We'll take and, Bill and Musgrave. We'll take him back. <laughs> well, and, actually, and, have, you, have you noticed that the, the, the folks that have been um, asked to, to uh, come in for the coaching uh, auditions or for the interviews, other than Basaccia, because that, that was a courtesy as the interim. Every person that's been mentioned so far has been a defensive candidate. 
They, they, they. they well, so and, was and, Del I, Rio. So okay. was Del Rio. You know, I don't trust wait that. Second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. <laughs> they, 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 asked, Allen. they, they, they've asked for, and and uh, <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Jared Mayo was interviewed, I think, today. Jared Mayo was on the schedule for today. They've asked for and should be getting um, an interview with uh, Todd Bowles, I think, after uh, like this week, this week, I think Thursday, Friday, Todd Bowles. And they've also put out feelers. I'm not sure if that they've been given permission yet to interview D'Amico Ryans. So that is three very stalwart defensive minds. And I, I like that. I do like the fact that, that it, I tell you what, if you're going to win in this league, it takes a defense to stop Mahomes and Allen and whoever, whatever the Titans trot out there, you know, but other than Derrick Henry and whoever's going to be giving him the ball, you know, I'm talking widespread AFC. You need a defense that's going to stop these guys. I think we have the 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 players, plus or minus Derek Carr, because again, the decision has been made. But we have the players. We need to upgrade on the line, obviously. But we have the tools on offense. Retooling some of the important things. You need a speed guy or or, or a better guy than. Uh, and I, it pains me to say this because. I thought that Edwards was just going to be that dude, and he might still be that dude. He's coming into year three, and I think that there's still a lot of upside in Edwards, but we still need that number one to go after. But we need a strong defense, and I'm glad that the people that have come in do it. And by the way, people say, well, who's interviewing these guys? Well, it is Ken Herrick. Okay, it is the guy who's running the Raiders right now as the interim president. They're the guys that are conducting interviews, and they're they're the people that are signing contracts. So I'm, I'm but doing. the football pedigree of these guys, I, you know, I, what's the pedigree? Where yeah. where have they been, and where they run solid football organizations and produce, you know, playoff teams and stuff? None. Ken Harris is, is a great mind, Peggy. Ken Herrick no, 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 no. I'm just talking about the experience in running an organization and bringing them to playoff or championship level play. With the the, I'm, you know, there's a lot of things that go into besides luck that go into producing a Super Bowl team, and I I, I think that one of the ingredients that you have to have at the GM level. You have got to have a solid football guy that knows how a winning team is built and how it runs. The head coach works for the GM or with the GM. The GM does not work for the head coach. Well, and I get and, that, but that's one of the reasons why they've actually interviewed. Uh, uh, I, I, I can't remember the guy's name. That's in that's in New England. Um, I, I knew his name earlier today, and I apologize. They've asked for permission for Dodds out of uh, uh, what is it, Indianapolis, who has Indeed. a greater pedigree. Right. Okay, and Dodds. Are we Dodd still? Are we talking besides bowls? Are we talk, still talking about newbies, first timers? Is that what we're talking about here? 
No, because there's also information out there that McDaniels is on the radar as well. Who wants McDaniels? Heidi, help me out here. The Colts are still waiting I, for him to take I, the head coaching job. I can't remember the, can't the, uh, the guy uh, who's the Patriots something. Um, but he's cons being considered for GM. And the rumor is, if he comes as GM, McDaniels comes with him. And oh that God. makes me want to Help take me. an ice pick <laughs> okay. and and jam it into my temple. Okay. In McDaniel's defense, okay? The Colts are still waiting for him to come. Okay. okay. If I might address that, Miss Peggy. In McDaniel's, yeah. okay, McDaniel's was given a, uh, a bait and switch before he went to Indianapolis, okay? As That's his story. Which time? The, yeah. the time how, how many teams has he toyed with over the years? Actually, I mean, really, a lot no, 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 of teams. I think, I think it's only been the one, the only time that I even remember McDaniels. No, it, it's been more than, it, it, he was toying with the Dolphins at one time, for sure, had interviewed with the Dolphins, okay? I okay. mean, I, 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 before they hired Gaze. And I, I, I think that you have a guy who's not sure he wants to stray too far away from Belichick. And I don't just don't trust those guys from New England. I just don't trust them. They, they make commitments and then they back out. And then they put a spin on it, giving a story, which Captain's going to tell me. Tell me the story about what happened to Josh in Indianapolis. He was baited and switched. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna take him. I'm gonna take him at that word. I will take him at that okay. word. I will. And he and and what he was offered when he looked at the contract was ready to sign. It it just wasn't what he they said it was gonna be. It Is was, that the ears well, <laughs> well, another Earth, untrustworthy bunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Earth, that that wouldn't surprise me either. But it was also. That you were get, we're going to give you this, and we're you're going to have a private masseuse, and we're going to do all of these facilities for you, and you have a maid from Guatemala. Yeah, I'm making things up, obviously. Okay, I'm making uh, things. Up uh, okay, the guy from the Patriots is Dave Ziegler. Dave Ziegler. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank Dave, you. And he is the uh, Patriots director of uh, player personnel. Yeah. Okay. And, you and know, there's I'm, already a pa Patriots guy in our organization on the scouting side. Yes, Get a scouting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I understand about McDaniel and the deal, you know. And see, once again, Mark Davis shouldn't be dealing with these guys that like Gruden who tell you, you take me 10 years, 10, you know, 100 million, and I'll make you a star. That's the deal you just proposed to me for New England. You take me, I'll bring George, Josh McDaniels, and I'll make you a star. Okay. When are we going to, when is he going to stop listening to these guys get his own brain trust because he doesn't know the people in the game, obviously, and, you know, really look for guys, first a GM. <laughs> who will help him find a good head coach? Why can't there be separation in the head coach in a GM position? Why can't there be chain of command, Captain? I mean, you know, there you go. Jeff, 
Jeff, Jeff Van Depp, don't trust New England. Did not they send us the Trent Brown package? And for all my all we know, they could have sent us the AB package, right? So it could yep. fail. That's so fine. it could get from Pittsburgh to New England via Oakland. You know, for all we know, they could have sent <laughs> it up. Oh my, I'm so sorry. I, I I know I know I get savage sometimes, but and who who was that? Mike Haynes. He worked out too. So yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, really. I, 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 and I, I, Captain, when we talk, I just want to know why is Olson still in my building? <laughs> well, the, the, the new, the news that they that they took that tweet down, unfortunately, is news to me because again, I, I only have so much time to peruse when I. Oh when yeah, I am. And, it was again, up for days. Good. It was up for two or three days so easily you could have. But then all of a sudden they took it down and then it went silent. Okay. Went well, then silent. having said that, then did they take the same uh, feed off about Mike Mayock not being the GM or is that, now, is that still up? No, that's, that's definite. And I, I was very sad about the Mayock decision. I don't know, Heidi, your feelings on this too. Because I was I expecting felt, it for the last several months. Yeah, I felt he got caught up in the whole Gruden thing. He just got caught up in the traffic. It was just, no one's going to come to the Raiders to me. No one in their right mind, no good coach, no bona fide coach is going to come with the Gruden gang still in the house. You're not going to impose a defensive coordinator on me, an offensive coordinator on me. No, everybody's got to go. Well, they, they, by the same token, yeah. then why is everybody still in the house? Because every one of those people is part of the Gruden gang. The Sach has been part of the Gruden gang since Gruden was in Tampa. Okay, know. and and Olson was a two-time member of the Gruden gang, and Bradley was brought in under Gruden. So I don't understand the disconnect there. Okay, and, and and the other thing is, is that and and it's only hearsay, but they're say uh, not hearsay, hearsay. Um, <laughs> that maybe one of the reasons why Mayock was let go is that there's other shoes to drop in the in the email scandal, because remember Mayock was Mayock was at ESPN the same time that Gruden was at ESPN. And maybe that there's a that's a bit of a casualty which has not gotten out yet. So right. Right. I, again, I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying he isn't. But what we don't we don't know what we don't know. Okay. And the other thing is this: is that people in the building do know that Gruden and Mayock had their choices for who they wanted to draft, but but. We also don't know what bad choices that Mayock made that are pure Mayock. Now, granted, Mayock did fantastic jobs, allegedly, and I would give him this on the third through the seventh round in picking up these guys as well as the unrestricted free agents. Great things. So, you know, there's a lot that we don't know, and it's unfortunate, like you said, that he got caught up in that uh, that nuclear it has to be a house cleaning. No one's gonna come here and for my. I, I don't even think. And Al used to do that. Al used to hire coaches and tell 
telling him who his staff would be. And I hope, I pray that my, that Mark Davis is not following that particular modeling. You gotta bring, let a guy bring in his staff, but first you gotta get a GM in place before you well, bring I, in I a head coach. You need a team president, and I think that there, I, I think that Marcel Reese will be named a team president shortly. Is okay. that Marcel Reese, the former player? That's Marcel yes. Reese, the former player that has been that has been. Oh, they, they're hoping that he'll be a John Lynch. Move he, up. um, Mar Marcel Reese is is one of the top, uh, Mark Davis right men. He right. is okay. he is very much in there. He, All he's, right. He's right, I'm looking at his experience right at the top. level. See, the problem with the experience level is not necessarily uh, so much, oh, they, they know what to do. It's that you can be easily manipulated into making bad football decisions because you don't know, you don't have a vision overall of what you want to accomplish. And that's what happened to McKenzie, and that's what happened to Mayock. The head coaches manipulated them into decisions that were bad for the team. And I, I, I don't understand. I just that's why you don't get a guy in a GM spot with no and the name Lewis Riddick keeps being thrown around. And Lewis Riddick and Mark Davis do not get along, and it is a pipe dream. And I would love to have Lewis Riddick's, you know, go go getter attitude. And the fact that the, the the fact that they were talking about Lewis Riddick being the GM under Gruden before they had Mike Mayock there leads me to believe that Gruden said, "Hey, uh, Mark, I'd like to bring in Riddick," and and probably Mark Davis gave him the stink eye, and said, "No f, uh, no f and way." I mean, that's all I hear, Riddick, Riddick, Riddick. And the first thing I ask, what GM experience does he have? Stop bringing in rookie GMs. Stop bringing in guys that have absolutely never, you know, planned the five-year vision for their franchise, how they see it, what kind of team they want to build. We've had two GMs in a row with zero experience. At what point do you say? But Riddick, but Riddick wouldn't be the GM, though, Peggy. Riddick would be the president of football operations. I would hope so, but most of the people that are talking about Riddick are talking about him for GM. They don't they they don't no, see it no, quite no. the way I see it. I, I don't I, I think it's time to get a GM in who's actually run the G been in the GM spot in another franchise. This idea of bringing in these guys that are director of player personnel or have these front off positions and they want to transition to their first GM position. Why do the Raiders have to be tidy? Why do the Raiders always have to be the, the guinea pig? Why do because why, they choose to be? <laughs> why do we they have to have to test their wings in our backyard? Okay, test well, I got, I got, I got, I got because our grass is soft. Okay, when they fall, they'll like, just bounce gently. I know, right? In the, in the desert, right? <laughs> who would you have as GM that's been a GM that's available right now? Because there aren't a lot of names out there. 
Well, I would would throw out a joke. It starts with a G. Just came from the Giants, but no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Well, I thought I sent a I thought I sent a shiver up your spine, Cap. Oh no, I mean, yes, <laughs> you know I'm talking about the big ghetto men. Yeah, no. <laughs> I wouldn't have him here if he was the last. Name. <laughs> yeah, the only name out there that I that I know of. Okay, no, I'll I'll say I'll say two. Dorsey, who used to be the GM in Kansas City and Cleveland, and he's available. Okay. <laughs> and Bill Pullian. Oh, no, I'll give you another one. I'll give you another I love, one. I love me some Pullian. Right. And Bill Pullian would be like a, a, a star too high because I don't think Bill Pullian would want anything to do with the Raiders. But I, don't think I will give, I'll like give you uh, uh, Mike Holmgren as well. And Mike Mike has all those, those problems. As long as you keep Mike off the field, he's okay. <laughs> I can have him in there as long as you keep him off the field. Don't have him have any contact with players and coaches. And that's Mike's problem. He 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 doesn't do chain of command too well. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm the authority. <laughs> you know, pounding on yeah, the respect my, respect my authority. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you got if you got a department, just let me know. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, I want some cheesy poops. Yeah, give me some cheesy poops. Oh, now they're really telling jokes. Somebody suggested Jerry Reese. Cast off. I meant Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Cast off. Uh, refugees. No way. Jerry Reese, absolutely not. See what I happens mean, to Cartman? I, I get all choked up. I know. We, we've been talking about the GM. We've been talking about the head coach. We've been talking about the fact that no decision has been made. We'll just have to be patient. Right. And, and basically right now they're interviewing for GM. Right. You know, they're, they're not interviewing for head coach. The, the uh, obligatory cur courtesy interview for Rich Bisaccio was made. It needed to be made. He had earned that. But right. pretty much they're looking for a GM right now. And it's not going to be Lewis Riddick. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where these pipe dreams come from. Well, let me not say pipe because, you know, that has other connotations. But I, I, I know that we are looking. I would love to have somebody uh, in the house who has some experience, is not going to let the head coach run him over. And Mile High, you asked about Holmgren being active. He most certainly has. He's been doing consultant stints all around the league. Rumor was that the Seahawks, I thought the Seahawks were going to bring him back in the house to help uh, Pete Carroll with his drafts because you know he had about five or six drafts with all busts. The Raiders always think that they're doing the worst in the league, but there's other teams that have, you know, just totally struck out with their drafts as well. I mean, we're just not the only team to do that. So, e I, I, yeah, go ahead. ESPN is about the most unsafe network that is <laughs> on the planet, and he is safer at ESPN. Yeah, yeah I mean, why do you want to bring in another commentator? Why? I mean, then make him a GM. The head coach will have him wrapped around his finger in no time. 
that they I tried it what... with Mayock, and we'll see how that you know we see how that worked. Uh, yeah, I mean, we we can do better, and and I think our problem starts is because Mark just just doesn't have the football chops. He he. He didn't come up in the game. He's never been a coach. He's never, you know, had held any position of significance on a pro football team. Never. And I think that's where our problems are. He's always looking for a shortcut of somebody that'll do it for him. Of course, he's looking for the dream guru, but aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, and I agree, Richie Richie. Uh, Mayock did not have normal GM power. Uh, Mayock right. was a GM who um, was underneath the coach. Um, the head coach was the GM. And um, the GM, uh, Mike Mayock, was like Coach GMA. Uh, you know, he wasn't, he, he was, he was 1B. Uh, you know, he was not the actual GM. He answered to Gruden. Um, and that's not normal. That, yeah. That's just not normal. That, that being said, uh, you know, he, he's gone. You know, there, there was too much question uh, between uh, the powers that be of who actually made those first round draft draft choices who, knew? who actually made uh cleanland furl who actually made alex leatherwood there's a lot of argument about that ultimately it comes down to only gruden and only mayock knew and um and they they're, they're yeah they're not talking and it it doesn't matter gruden's gone right. and mayock is you know he's collateral damage he went with them yeah. yeah, and and that's kind of what I, I like. I said I kind of wanted to see what Mayock did without Gruden breathing down his neck, but on the other hand, I could see how 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 that just wasn't going to work when you were searching for a president, when you were searching for a head coach. You just you can't. You were either going to build around him or you're going to get rid of him and start from scratch again, and that's exactly exactly what happened. And I wanted to go uh, just on a sideline note, which is one of the things that we, we're going to talk, we should talk about, even though we don't have a GM, we have needs on this team. I and have I wanted, I wanted to have We know you that, have needs. Yes, we do. We'll talk about that off air, okay? Yes, we will. We, and, have, and, we have talked about how we can't talk about that on air. We've talked about right. that before. We, your, your we have our... Your mind is in the gutter. But that's right. Our mind is, you know, but nevertheless, I still have my trusty Fredericks of Hollywood catalog right here for you. So that when we when we get off air. Okay. <laughs> I'm waiting, I'm waiting for off air. That's that's good. Okay. But we have needs. And I'm sure people will debate, but I think there's some consensus. And I wanted to hear from you too. Just just what what our need and and let's make it one two three let's not talk about the whole team let's make it what would be your first what would you looking for first second and third i need you all to head over to my only fans and sign up yeah <laughs> Just say, 
Not this is not oh, OnlyFans. Oh, it's not. Oh, okay, I got it. Oh, is it um, OnlyFans? First need, first need is we need a GM. We need an uh, well, GM. I, I, I'm talking about on the field, of course. Players, you're talking even about. We, even though we don't have a GM. And Heidi, your your contribution was very much appreciated. But yes. I'm more looking for some more precision thinking about what you saw and what you think are first, second, and third priority for this season coming up. For this we draft coming up. Need a key to the offensive line. There's still a gaping hole there. What we position? Uh, I know. That, dep that depends <laughs> on what you want to do with Denzel Good and assuming that they're going to keep him around because I I believe he could actually be the right tackle. And I believe Alex, yes, I do. I believe he could be the right tackle. I and Alex it. Leatherwood could be well, a, the right guard. The, no, the the question is: Don't don't, don't get me be? started on Leatherwood when I have to bring up Colton Miller's twenty eighteen season. Go ahead. The, so the the most obvious uh, gap is left guard because we have nobody uh, for there. That's that's Denzel Good. But, so well, we we're going to put Denzel at right tackle. No, no, no. We're not going to put Denzel at right tackle. Okay. So who are, who are you going to put at right tackle? We are either going to grab one of the best free agent right tackles available, and I've heard the, the kid from the Jets, or, and I know that there, people are going to get a lot of flack for it, but there's a kid that plays in the Mountain West contest whose name is Falelele or something, okay. who's, who's a mountain, 6'8", and could both run and pass block, and he, oh, get this, he plays right tackle. Mm-hmm. He plays At, right tackle. Now, we're, keep in mind, we're drafting number 22 this year. Okay? He should be he should and, be and, and so you're looking for people. So, so, so Heidi, you said number one offensive is what, line with offensive line. Yeah, offensive line, depending on how you want to solve it, offensive line. Okay. I, I agree. We need I agree. a rock defensive tackle. We saw improvements in that area this year imagine what would happen if we ended up with like an all pro there oh god my wet dream for years <laughs> come yes, on come on women do have wet dreams i've had it for five years go ahead and, we, we <laughs> and then third mm -hmm. go ahead we need that number one receiver we need that um rugs was developing into what we needed he's gone yes. He's gone. He's gone. We need, uh, sure, Devontae Adams. That would be a dream come true. That's not going to happen. He's going to be tagged. <laughs> uh huh. Someone like no, Allen Robinson, Godwin. He's not uh, going to be franchised. Oh, 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 no, not Allen Robinson. Please, please, please don't. Don't don't even throw him in the conversation with guys like Devontae. I mean, I, not Allen. He, he's, no, but I'm saying that uh, that Adams is not realistic. No, okay, okay. So now, but he would he would be my first choice. Agent. Okay, he, he would be my he would be my first choice is Devonte Adams because I so saw him and Carr, um, you know, light it up at Fresno State for so many years, and it was so beautiful. 
I mean, it's so almost beautiful. like, but Heidi, you're thinking about the free agent market for the wide receiver and uh, and the you're thinking about free agent for all three of those positions you mentioned, right? You're, you're going no, through the free agent. Not necessarily. Agent. Who could we I, draft? I kinda, Who could you live with? Like, uh, I kind of like Captain's idea of uh, uh, drafting the right tackle. Is uh, that guy out of Hawaii, Fresno State, where? He's he's Mountain West. Richie Rich, where is he at? Because he, he's a Mountain West guy. And Richie Rich said to okay. me to shut up because he wants him for the Broncos. <laughs> and they can sure use help the help that they're not going to get. Yeah. Uh, so oh, the Broncos will get a first crack, and you know, O line is usually not where they go in the draft. Yeah, but, no, they're, they're gonna they're gonna try to grab Pickett or Corral at number seven. Yeah. They're they're drafting way high. They're they're gonna go. I, well, they almost are forced to go quarterback, but they're not gonna do that either. Um, but I let let's let's go to it. So you said you said Heidi, O line right tackle. Captain says right tackle. Um, that left guard. We cannot leave Simpson on the roster at all. I mean, no. absolutely not. He cannot even stay on the roster. So I that would is- rather have Brandon Parker be right tackle than no. have John Simpson no. be the left, left guard. No. That's what I would no. rather have. Brandon Parker moves to left out. <laughs> <laughs> I left mean, out. that's his position. His position is left out. It was just. Uh, to watch him and Parker and Simpson struggle this year and never get better. They never got better the whole year. I said, have you learned nothing? I mean, is every D lineman that you meet overpowering you? And now I noticed nobody talked about the center. You didn't no, talk about no, the no, center. No, 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 no. Uh, see, I think that- You must uh, be happy with the center spot. I'm I'm happier with what I've seen at the very near the end of the season that um that that he played a lot better. He well, played yes, he a did. lot better. He did, get okay. better. he did get better, which indicates there's talent there. But Simpson and Parker, no, left there's out. There's no talent. No, and I got another place for Simpson. He could be the valet at the Tropicana. <laughs> which is a water uh, water boy. <laughs> And of course, uh, it without it goes without saying that we will saying goodbye to Mr. Incognito. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he's he's gone. Okay, I, I think I, just I think to... that whoever comes in will be smart enough. At least, wait, please God, let me let me say what the next thing I'm saying is true and not just a fantasy. The next guys who come in Thanks, will be Dad. smart enough. Will be Who's smart there? enough to say. By Richie, and again, <laughs> what, what, the fact that you know he was he was a decent presence, but he was basically um, at least a better presence than Twinkies and Twitter was Trent Brown. But <laughs> he played about the he played about the the same amount of snaps too. That's right, and was gone about this more time than Twinkies, way more time. Incognito, uh, you know, was at the end of his career. There's no excuse for Brown. Incognito, I can understand. He was he's more or less yeah. at the end of his career. Okay, Captain, your first, second, and third choices. 
Okay, I, I said I said my first choice, which would be a a right tackle after we know that Denzel Good is coming back. Okay, okay. but still okay. I, I would I would add Denzel Good. I want to make sure he's coming back because you know that that injury, Grant, the, I guess the only good thing is it was at the very first game, so he's got a long time to rehab it. And I think that we will be good with good. Okay, but I'm throwing good in at left guard. And Brandon Parker, say ya, sayonara. And uh, and Simpson, no, Simpson can go on the Simpsons as an extra cast member. Okay? Exactly, cartoon, uh, honey, cartoons. But but right tackle via either the draft, Falalo Lele, or whatever the, the the general. And by the way, it was Minnesota. Richie Richie says, um, you know, and, and here here's another one. And I thank Richie because like I say Richie is very smart. Uh, right tackle Dennis Kelly and draft Daniel Faalale. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where's Dennis Kelly? I, I always got the, the there's a kid from the Jets, and it's not Kelly, but there's a kid from the Jets that everybody is talking about that would be a great addition at right tackle. Right. So well, we'll have to do our homework because it's not just that. We have to look at where our cap numbers are. We have to look at uh, basically uh, who the O-line coach will be. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and I, yeah. We don't oh. know that. That's another guy that's still in the building. And I, I have to like Tom Cable a lot. But I'm just, you know, because I gave an F to the coaching staff, I mean, you know, I got to throw him in there too. I, I, we don't know. Obviously, you're not going to pick anybody in the draft without consulting your new staff. That's right. why, you know, this thing dragging into February kind of worries me a little bit because you you don't have adequate. T- you you let Mayock go, okay? So he's gone. But the but the Pre- preparation, and scouting, and those things that go into the draft, the you need time for that. No, but the scouting department was left intact. None of okay. those guys have been given their pink slips, and I don't think that they will be given their pink slips till after the draft because they do work all year all year. Exactly. Round. It's a lot right. of prep work running up to the draft and in picking, you know, presenting the right guys. But we got to know what kind of GM we're going to have. So, Captain, what's your second after that O-line uh, situation? What's your – Second once choice. I, once I know what defense we're running, and again, that's important. I want to ha- either have a a a stud defensive tackle, probably one, and then one A is a linebacker. <laughs> he wants to split up. <laughs> is is a he linebacker? <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying I want a stud defensive tackle, but I also want depending on if we want a three four or four three, but I also know that we need another linebacker to go with Perryman and Diablo. We still need that third linebacker, even if we're running a lot of base five to four. I want seven first round picks and then they'll be able to take care of everything. Yeah, that's right. That'll take care of everything. But but, but I'm saying half of them are going to be bust. You know that, you know, if we're lucky, (laughs) I didn't say what round. You said you, what my what my needs are. My needs are offensive line, defensive you, tackle, and, and linebacker. linebacker. Okay. You know, one, well, you we know, can't draft a line, linebacker above the fifth round. It has to be fifth round or lower. 
Napoleon, Napoleon Harris, first round. Right. Remember, we're doing we're 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 kind of sort of at the end of 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 these rounds, and a lot of guys that you're looking at may not be on the board unless you get a steal that nobody's really looking at. And so, Captain, you got your three, but you 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 want a fourth? No, 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 no. no. I need I need a number one wide receiver because oh. because mm-hmm. that that's my next. That's my. I mean, granted, um, we have Deshaun. I don't know if Deshaun's on a one or what what his status is, and and, and Deshaun would probably come back because he likes playing for his hometown Raiders, even though they're not in his hometown anymore. And he showed that when he when he it, when his head is up here, he is in the game. Okay, so I, I would we need a number one receiver that's going to be able to stretch the field. He doesn't necessarily need to be a speed guy, but he needs to have at least enough speed and and route uh, route uh, what do you call it? Uh, mechanics that he would be good. Now there people are talking about Olave out of Ohio State, but he's going to be gone in the first round. So if you want to more Ohio State guys, go ahead. Again, <laughs> again I, you, you beat me to the punch. I said the fact that he's an Ohio State guy scares me <laughs> out of me. Okay. Are there any wide receivers that you would coming out in the draft? There were a few juniors that I saw declared. You know, I don't watch college as much as I should. Sorry. But – there were junior wide receivers that were talking about declaring. And- yeah, there's a, there's a kid out of USC that people are talking about. Uh, and I, I, His name escapes me, and I apologize. Um, and and, and uh, also, and, and uh, Richie Riche has is, is also said, we do need a cornerback. And we can, uh, like I said, we, we found Hobbs in like the third or fourth round. So they did some good scouting, and those are the same guys that are still on roster Right well, now. at the rate Hobbs is going, we're going to need a replacement for him before the season starts. But, but that, but that also goes to the fact that you need to get a head coach that is a stern disciplinarian. Either that or a good, a good private detective service. Come on now, there's nothing that says that you can't follow these rookies around and make notes on what they're doing. I mean, Al Davis did know, it. Al Davis did it all the time. He was, that's how he caught Marcus with the cocaine. Okay. You got to understand there's no right that these players have to do with the H they want when they're off the field. They need to be cared for and, and, and they need to be watched. Somebody needs to be keeping a log. If they had done that for Henry Ruggs, they would have found out way early that this boy was racing his car all around Vegas, going on drag races and, and, and going on drinking binges and getting in his car long before the tragedy occurred. They need to take care of their players. These are assets. These are investments, and you have to have a detective service or somebody to let put it in their contracts for the first year that you are a Raider, someone will be tailing and category. Once them young boys know that. And, and Vegas has great private detectives. Yes, they I do. Mean, they're excellent. I mean, you got, I mean, with all those marital things going on, 
You need to hire somebody to trail these young guys because you know they're not, they're going to be influenced not to make good decisions. And, 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 and that's just the way it is these days. They're so young. I mean, we forget how young they are. They're 22, 23 years old. You know, for the first time, a million dollars in the bank. I mean, you know, what do you expect them to do? Go out and buy a fast car, get drunk every night, and then go out and kill somebody. You know, this is what happens when you don't take care of your players. And Henry Ruggs wasn't well cared for by our organization. And I think that that extends a standard that's been going on for a little while. I don't think the organization took very good care of Carr or Mac, for that matter. Not really when you look at what they put them through. When you look at Mac begging for a defensive tackle for years to help him out, some sort of help on that line, and he never got it. I mean, Carr begging, you know, for offensive coordinator. He gets one. They send him away. Take this neophyte that's never downing, that's never been an offensive coordinator in his life. The, the Raiders, I, I don't know when Al took good player, care of his players. And you can tell he did because of all the legends that still hang around the team. They remember that people looked out for him and Al caught some of the players, some of those legends have related to me stories of Al calling them in and telling them, if you don't stop the drinking and driving and drinking and around at 12 midnight, I'm going to trade you. Well, Al, would, Al would tell them that. Peggy, I, Al took good me. care of his players. He took good care of his players' families. I, yep. I mean, he... He was the father. And it's not like Carr or, or Mac needed the, the help off the field. You know, the, those two were actually two guys that were okay off the field. But you're right. As far as the organization goes, as far as they are as players, they have been out there just hanging in the wind, getting, you know, zero from side four. to side. Yeah. Just, just throw, oh, just throw him a new head coach. Get him a new coordinator. Don't hire anybody to help him. Don't let him be without a speedy field stretching receiver for three straight years. Okay. I, 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 I will, I will say this though, that the Raiders of old under the patriarch is not the Raiders of present because no. even, even the, the, the greats, that we would have, remember, all the people that would come in, okay? I have it on good authority that they don't do it as much anymore, that they, they really, that the, the, the ties to those Raiders, once a Raider, always a Raider, they don't do as much of that anymore. They really don't. No. And, and, they used to have luncheons and banquets for them. They would fly all of the players to, to Hawaii or one year they all went to Cancun as a group, like 80, with their wives. Yeah. I mean, it, it, they they don't do that kind of thing as much anymore. You're right. About right. That. And even even on Al's birthday, they would have the celebration in in, uh, in Vegas because yes. I, actually, I actually got a bag uh, a, a George Bland bag that was from that celebration, and it, it's one of the things that uh, 
I, uh, I was given by um, my friend uh, John Kingdon was one of those bags. It was a special thing that they had for that birthday celebration in Vegas. Beautiful bag with the stitching and all the things like that. They used to do all of these different things for the for the alumni, and the and the alumni association of the Raiders used to be the strongest of all of the thirty two NFL teams, and now it's a mere afterthought, and it's unfortunate, but it's just the way it is. Like you said, it's the, it's a new century, a new owner, and unfortunately, we have to accept his priorities. Now, I didn't give my three. And number one is that DT. Now, I'm going to tell you, I got to give all my props to Phylon this year, He, even though he, we lost him, right, we lost him in a Charger game, I believe. Yeah. But a true 3T defensive tackle. This guy could, could not only plug that hole in the middle and occupy two offensive linemen, but he could break free with stunts and different moves and get to the quarterback. And he knew how to rack and tackle. We need another guy like him. Number one for me, and it's been number one for me for years. Number two for me is that field stretching wild receiver. It really is. Number two is that position. And uh, number three, uh, I, I can't even go with linebacker. I'd, I'd have to go with uh, another corner. Unfortunately, we still, and I take it that means, for those of you that are mentioned a corner, that uh, you've given up on Mr. Mullen. Is, no, I haven't. That's why, is that's there why a problem? Is nope. there a problem? That's not why I have that as one of the big priorities. I think that we are decent with Mullen right now. We need to pick up a corner, but we can pick one up in the latter rounds. And actually, Faison was was not horrible. He was sometimes a little above average. Sometimes he got got burnt like like Elvis Patterson, you know, toast. Okay, <laughs> yeah. But so if you guys don't remember Elvis Patterson, you got to come back. His nickname was Toast because he got toasted. Uh-huh. But I think that that is one of the things we're good with Mullen as long as he can stay healthy. I think that I, I like what I saw out of the, out of the back corners the last the last portion of the year. Right, and I did see that. But we, Raiders defense got to figure out why is it that they still are the top team for allowing points points allowed in the red zone? How do we get there to number thirty two? Every it, it seemed it used this way people used to describe a defense, right? Between the twenties, they let them eat up yards. Once they got in the twenty, you know, to the red zone, that defense stiffened up. The Raiders are the exact opposite. Well, well they, they're, on both sides, they're number thirty-two on offensive red zone and, and defensive red no, zone. No, 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 they're not thirty. No, 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 they're not thirty-two on the offensive what side. They, I heard they're saying that. No, that and, and it's it's bottom ten. It's bad enough. Okay, but it's, but 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 defense is thirty two, in re- worse than Jacksonville, the Jets, and all the teams that barely had four or five wins. There's a disconnect in whatever Bradley's trying to do. We improved in our defense against the run, in our defense against the pass. 
but there's a disconnect somewhere because I tell you what else we were 32nd in, and that's turnovers. Can't get no interceptions. Can't get no fumbles. The worst teams in the league were better at generating turnovers than the Raider defense. One way to get a team off the field, and Buffalo Bills, you must be listening to me. The other way besides making a stop is getting a turnover, a fumble. When I looked at the playoff games this weekend, the one thing I saw, when those defensive players converged on the runner, the first thing they went for was the ball. Okay? They were reaching in there, snatching, grabbing, trying to get. When's the last time you've seen a rated defensive player snatching and grabbing and trying to create a turnover? Uh, I think it was 1986. I, 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 I ask our audience, when is the last time you saw when the Raiders defensive players converged to make a tackle that the someone was reaching to rip the ball out, okay? I saw that all weekend long. I don't see the Raiders doing that. The other thing I don't see them is blitzing. Blitzes cause turnovers. Everybody blitzed but us. And that means you're, no turnovers. That's where the blitz, at, the statistics are that 67% of the time you blitz, you will create a turnover. Now, whether you actually get possession of the ball is another question. But 67% of the time that you blitz, turnovers are caused. Either through an interception, because the guy has to throw too early, too soon, off, you know, kilter, or you get a fumble. Strip, sack. Strip, fumble. I mean, we don't do that. I don't understand what what we have to do to get to that place where it becomes second nature. I mean, <laughs> you tackle, you converge. There's two of you. One of you goes for the ball. And I, I don't see it. We haven't gotten I'm, turnovers since 2016. And 2016 was our best year, and even then we were 17th in turnovers, but it helped us, okay? It helped us win a lot of games. You end a drive by A, making a stop, or B, getting a turnover. And we didn't do B, and that's we only had one way to end drives. And that's why 80% of the time a team got in the red zone, they scored on us. We don't know how to get the ball back. And that's one of the things we, we could talk about in terms of what do the Raiders need? I don't know what they, what, what players, it's about coaching. It still goes back to coaching. It absolutely does, Cap. Now, I, I don't know. And what, and what was your grade for the coaching staff, Peggy, for those that are coming in late? By the way, for those that are coming <laughs> in late, make yeah. sure in the comment section after this video, in the comment section, you give a grade, not in not in the not in the chat, not in the chat. For, so for continuity, in the in the video comments, your grades for the offense, the defense, the special team, the coaching staff, and the and the team overall. That's one thing. And we also, love to see that. We love to see your opinions on that. 
because it makes a difference how you saw this season. Go ahead, Captain Jack. You just say. No, I'm just saying, make sure you do that because the interactivity is what we're looking for here. Because the interactivity makes sure that everybody out there knows that we have a stalwart show with the wenches, and that we want more interactivity. Want more people to come in here to know how know how awesome that these ladies are. But going back to what I was saying about the lack of turnovers, turnovers do something else. They give you good field position. They get put your offense in at the position where they don't have to drive 50, 60 yards every time they get a possession, which is what you were putting Carr and this offense in. And I think they did a great job of driving till they got to the 20-yard line. <laughs> And but they always had to drive the field. Did you notice that? We're yeah. always having to drive the length of the field. And and Carr got good at that. But that's because you have a defense that's not creating any turnovers. That's not giving you that ball inside enemy territory and making your shortening up, shortening up what you have to do. That's how teams win games this is how these teams that we're watching in the playoffs now are we're winning they were creating opportunities and okay. I, I was gonna say do you have the stats because i believe that the raiders have got to be bottom five in the amount of turnovers that the oh that no no i said 30 seconds we're yeah. number 32 we are dead last yes yeah. That is just a, such a disconnect from the improvement. And I'll tell you what, you talk about the improvement in sacks. Well, yes, we were 29th in sacks last year. This year we finished 20th. Why? Because the last half of the season, we weren't getting the pressure up the middle, which created the outside pressure that caused, that allowed Max and Ngakwe to get in for sacks. We just did not have the inside press. There's too many times where we pressured, but it didn't prevent a completion. What's the point of pressuring the quarterback if he gets the ball out anyway? How many times did you see that happen? Where uh, twice. I, I mean, the quarterback is swallowed, and then he just comes out, and that uh, that Washington game, oh, how many times did we see this no-name Heineke come out of a of a crowd and throw and get a completion? And I'm like, what's the use of pressures? Sure, Max Crosby was what number two this year in pressures. He was definitely he, definitely top he, three. He he was one or two. Yeah. Yes, he was. He was a sure. But in sacks, he was with the crowd. He still was unable to wrap up the quarterback and bring him down. And and I I won't say like a TJ Watt, right? <laughs> I think he won the sack competition. Did he break Strahan's record? No, I think he was he like a short tied it or something. It was like a twenty point five, something like that. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he didn't break it. He might have tied, but I know he didn't break it. I, I mean, know he didn't break it. 
I'm not. And he did it in 15 games. So even though it was a 17 game season, um, he actually did it in in a regular season's length. Yeah. So, right. Yeah, he tied the thanks, Richie. I know he didn't break it. I, yeah, he, he didn't break it. I knew he was close. You know, the Pittsburgh Steelers fans were all a Twitter about him, you know, being able to break that record. But the point is, is that, and 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 Max had no help from the other side too. Sometimes one the defensive end flushes the quarterback into the grasping arms of the other defensive end. <clears throat> That's when they're working like bookends. But it starts when the quarterback can't step up. He has nowhere to go. In this case, we didn't get enough pressure in the middle. And that, and I saw that the entire game of, of the Rams playing the fake Pirates. Where yep. and trust me, every time I saw that old bastard whose name shall not be mentioned because it is a swear word here on my show. He could get, not get, get engulfed, get engulfed with the interior coming up into him and then the ends swarming around him and they all met at the quarterback and they made a, a, they made a wishbone. They made a sandwich. Mm -hmm. We need to we need to get a deli to put to call it to call it the T B sandwich. We need to put I'm, a man back in the kitchen and make us some sandwiches. Yes, that's what we need. And see, that's what we've always needed on defense. If you have a sandwich, <coughs> if you're getting that kind of penetration, <coughs> most of your plays, I tell you truly, it's, it, it's going to work some magic. You're going to start getting more turnovers. But if you're not getting that penetration, Bradley, you got to blitz. You got to train one of your linebackers to be a pass rushing specialist. I mean, how many, why do we have to rewrite John the book of John Madden for these for for our defensive coordinators? Uh the one before that, Ken Norton Jr., he didn't blitz. By the oh, way, no he way. he was fired too. So at least yes, we know that, that that you know that we we it wasn't didn't, just us, you know. It wasn't just us, yes. And just for gossip, I heard some gossip today that Dennis Allen might get the Saints job now that Peyton has retired. Did you hear the gossip too? Yeah, no, I actually, I actually believe that that's going to be a good hire for New Orleans because I think that Dennis Allen has grown immensely since we had him as the head coach, and that he will be a good hire for the Saints. I really do think that that'll work out well for them. Now, granted, they have issues on their team, but I think Allen will be the least of their worries. They need to figure out who's going to be their quarterback. They're going yeah. to need to figure out how many, because they're, ca they're cash-strapped as well. Maybe that, you know, you guys were talking about that number one receiver. Michael <laughs> Thomas might be made available because they are ca they are cap-strapped, and I'd love to have Michael Thomas come in here and be that number one if available as well. Well, I heard Thomas was a little bit difficult to get along with. Not saying, you know, just gossip well, and rumor. What do we see happening with uh, a couple of our linebackers, uh, Littleton and Kwiatkowski? Uh, uh, are either of them even on contract anymore? I mean, oh, yeah. No, no. They, they are a big part of the contract. And unfortunately, uh, we can't get rid of Littleton – Due to the cap ramifications, so basically, if we do, 
it, it would have to be a post June first cut just to spread it out over two years, and it's still a hell of a a hell of a hit. Okay? I mean, he's been he's been worthless. Yes, and he will be a high price. He will be a high priced bench sitter for next year if we if we do and we are going to have to keep him. Kwiatkowski, I think, would be more available for a post June first cut because he's he carries a lot as well. And uh, you know, I was very happy when they were signed because I, I I had some oh, big, I was too. Big, time, big time aspirations for both Kwiatkowski <laughs> and Littleton. And remember, Kwiatkowski was signed first, and then Littleton. Peggy, you okay? Yeah, no, no, no. I what happened was I got I swallowed something and I swallowed a pill on the sly, and you know, one of my zincs keeping my immune system healthy, and okay. it went down. It went zinc down the wrong. Makes me so sick. Oh my no! Stomach, my stomach cannot handle zinc. It, it the immune system must have it, but I I know everybody was ecstatic, but I wasn't because I didn't see one pass rushing linebacker in the bunch. Kwiatkowski was undersized, and it showed because the boy stayed on IR, correct, <laughs> both years. And with Littleton, I kept scratching my head. I said, "Well, I guess he wants to pass." a coverage linebacker, right? But Littleton never fit anybody's scheme, not really. Because, because Littleton was used to having Aaron Donald's big fat ass in front of him. There you go. made him a lot better than than he was. And it, it showed when we picked him up. Because, again, you've been, you've been looking for it. You said get that big fat Ted Washington type, there uh, you go. Jackson type. Uh, even um, the the guy uh, that we have from the- at this point, I take Gilbert anytime. Big Gilbert, man. Remember playing for the Packers? Yeah. I mean, any kind of decent three T DT that knows how to plug holes, can wrap up and tackle, and can get to the quarterback occasionally. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with five sacks a year from my DT position. I mean, I, I, I'm not greedy. I, I, I don't want, I don't need 10. I need five. But more importantly, the dependency that everybody around them, the DEs depend on them. You just showed how a linebacker, all the linebackers depend on that pass rush up the middle. They just, they have to have it because otherwise they're going to constantly be set upon by 320 pound old linemen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're not, Stopping those guys from coming out on their pools and their sweeps and all that, and mowing our little tiny guys down, you got you got to have a, a tough front four up there, guys. I wanted to spend the last fifteen minutes though. Actually, the last ten minutes. The ten minutes talking yeah, about one. I can do outro. That's right. And that's the future of Derek Carr. Where do you all want to see him? this year what do you want done with Derek Carr I honestly I honestly don't know um I think that uh that rumor is true about Carr wanting the coaching staff to stay and what that means to me is Carr is willing to embrace mediocrity and not strive for improvement um, I like Derek Carr a lot. 
I think he has potential. The problem is he needs everything around him to be perfect. And that is something that the writers are unable to do. Mm -hmm. uh, the writers do not have uh, the best offensive line. When he had a good offensive line, he did better. And when he had a bad offensive line, he was crushed, literally. 50-some sacks when, one year. Mm -hmm. That was he 2014, needs, by the way. Go ahead. Well, he had mm -hmm. he had one later on uh, too. That that was um, I believe you. Go uh, ahead. Seventeen or eighteen or something. But he needs mm -hmm. to have the right wide receivers. He has a good foundation with Hunter Renfro, but he needs to have that number one wide receiver. The problem is. I just don't know if the Raiders are going to be able to bring in enough players and the right kind of coaches to support him or if it's time to tear it down and start fresh with somebody new. <coughs> um, I think that the Raiders will probably keep him and they'll probably plan on keeping him for another year or two. But beyond that, I'm not really sure I see him as a Raiders quarterback. I, I, which is a shame because I really do like him and, and I have enjoyed watching him play uh, all these years. Uh, but the, the thing is um, Raiders have not surrounded him with a defense. Do, do we want to pay car $30 million a year? If, if you could get him for 30 million a year, there's no way um, he would sign for that little. We got him for a bargain. Yeah. After, we got him for a bargain in, after 2016. Yeah. And, uh, that was uh, an average of $25 million a year after the 2016. Now, mm -hmm. he's been making a cap hit of around 19 to 20 million 20, in the last yeah, couple of years. That's, yeah, this year was 20. Mm -hmm. He is a. As far as cap hits go, a low-end quarterback now. He right. is a bargain. If you think you can get him for $30 million, go ahead and sign him. Because uh, there are some quarterbacks that have really <laughs> raised the rates. Uh, <laughs> you can thank Patrick Mahomes and Dak <laughs> Prescott for that. It's true. Well, no, yeah. right at right after Derek Carr signed, and everybody's saying, "How can you do that with Carr?" And then Stafford signed, and then another guy signed, and then everybody was saying, you know, how it, it pushed him up. But Stafford came in and broke that. And then the next guy came in and broke that. So it's been it's been a litany of people, like I said. Then you have Mahomes and Dak Prescott. So I tell you. We're in our last, we're down the stretch now. We need to know, give what's Derek's car future. You're the GM. What do you do with him? I, I, I trade his ass right now for the for a, a, a power-hungry team that needs a quarterback. I would use the model of a of a Stafford model, what the what the what the Lions got for Matthew Stafford. And I, I would do it'd be like two ones and a three. And that would be that would be the what I'm at and say, you give me two ones, and obviously one of the ones is in next obviously 2023, another mm -hmm. one this year. So I got two ones this year. I got another one in 23 with my own one. Okay. 
and I'll take an I'll take an extra pick, either a three or a four, okay? Because Derek Carr, I like him, but you know what? I will take the hit this year. Everybody say reload, reload, reload. Well, I'm looking long term, people. We got a good team right now, and maybe we take a hit back because I tell you what, if we have Aaron Rodgers in our division, that's two games that the Raiders maybe at best split. We got Mahomes in our division. That is at best a split. And we got Herbert, uh, if they have good coaching, at best we split. That is either we're 3-3, three and 0-6. Three, oh I can see it because we have to play those guys. I'm looking long-term. I want to build up the offensive line. I want to build up the defensive line. I want to build those things up and grab a quarterback in 23 to get the best available because I'm looking long-term, not, 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 you know, quick turnaround. Okay. Reload. Sure. But I would take, I would take as much collateral for Derek Carr as I can. If the Raiders could have gotten uh, two ones and a three for Derek Carr, they would have him, they would have traded him two or three years ago. They wouldn't have held on to him this long. And, and I think that's where, and and I love, what you're saying, Captain, because my thinking is along the same line. But the problem is the landing spot for Carr. I'm looking around at the teams, the ones that aren't already millions, tens of million over the cap as we speak. And I'm looking at the teams that need a quarterback. Obviously, the Denver Broncos are out, right? No, you ain't trading. The Broncos are going to get uh, going into the division. So now we go outside of the division and we start looking around. I mean, quite frankly, Frank Reich has done as much as he can with that poor child wins, okay? The boy is just, let me use the word, buck stupid, okay? I just, there's some people you can't train to be a quarterback. Mm -hmm. And Wentz is one of them. So Frank Reich is a great landing place. The question is, is Indy the franchise that's going to give us that kind of capital? Do they feel desperate enough? Maybe Carolina does. They mistook Sam Darnold for a real quarterback. I mean, we don't know whether they recognize or not. Where the landing spot is what concerns me with the strategy of trading him is that we have to find a place that A is in need of a quarterback of Carr's experience and stature. I'm looking at Pittsburgh, but I doubt seriously if they're going to unload, give us that kind of good. Pittsburgh, they're shrewd operators. They're not going to give you two number one picks for Derek right. Carr, okay? Right. However, they would want a Derek Carr, and, and the Pittsburgh fans have told me this. So I love what you're saying, Captain, but my feeling is I have different reasons for Carr wanting needing to go. Not only is all of the things that Heidi said true, that he just needs too much of a supporting cast, but there's a shelf life on a quarterback who hasn't won, you know, an NFC title game, an AFC title game, a quarterback who hasn't advanced a Phyllis, Philip Rivers type, a guy who's there, a Tony Romo type. And that's who somebody compared Carr to, Tony Romo. A guy who's going to put up big numbers. There's a shelf life and a time where you have to, like Captain says, time to cut bait. Mm-hmm. 
It's not because I don't like his skill set. It's because the Raiders organization is incapable of giving him the kind of support he needs to become a championship quarterback. Maybe Pittsburgh does. Maybe the Colts do. Okay? Maybe the Giants are thinking, we're sick of Jones. Let's see what we can. The Giants would be thrilled. Yeah, the Giants, uh, New Orleans, if they can figure out a cap situation because the right reason, now they're screwed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I, I X'd out New Orleans because Peyton's gone now. See, Carr should not place himself in a position where there's just as much confusion, chaos, and transition as there is in Oakland, as there is in Vegas. Why in the world would he go into a situation where the head coach just quit? Yeah, but then again, we what we have the contract. Right we have contract. So Derek can say, "Well, I'm going to retire as a Raider. Oh, you're going to retire Raider? Okay, well, fine. Then you still then you say bye, and then no. you still suck. You still suck it up for a year. Unfortunately, you know, I think we're going to get rid of him or 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 play him this year. You know, but it just this is his last year. I don't even want an extension. Right, right. I'm with Heidi. Either right now, you 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 trade him, get what you can for him because. At this point, his his capital is going down, downhill yep. as we speak. That's I mean, right. it's probably decreasing as we we're talking now. Uh, we're not we're gonna get what we can for him and get out now because we cannot about, provide him the support he needs. Yeah, I was gonna say. Speaking about getting out now, unfortunately, that's the greatest segue that I could have at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are at we are at the end of the show, folks. Again, I have to keep a, a hard two hours for Roku because this this will be broadcast on cool. Friday. I appreciate everybody being here. I definitely appreciate the ladies being here because again, these ladies have have known more and have forgotten more shit than most of y'all know on purpose. So there you go. That that's that's the quality that we have here on this broadcast. Thank you, Captain, and it's you always a pleasure. Me. And our to our commenters, thank you so much for for hanging in here all two hours and listening to us talk about stuff you've heard a million times. But I think we just gave you a little flavor on it. And, remember, and good luck, Veronica. Comment after the show when the show goes off. Put your comments in there. Interactive. We Let's need see to the comment. grades. We want to see and the grades. There you go. Ladies, gentlemen, thanks again. I got to do a quick outro. It's always a pleasure. We will be uh, look for words on when we will have our next show. I'll talk with the ladies, but we will always have a Captain Wench's show while we have availability. I thank everybody for being here. I thank Miss Peggy. I thank Miss Heidi because I love y'all coming in here. You make me look a lot, uh, a lot more intelligent. I got some two good ladies who know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> well, thanks a lot and talk to y'all soon. We enjoy bye -bye. being here. Thank you. Bye, Goodbye, everyone. Good All luck right. to everyone who's still got a team in the in the fight. There you go. Thanks again, folks. We'll see you next time on Captain and Wenches. Check it out.